Knee high by the 4th of July. That's a phrase we're familiar with in Wisconsin when it comes to measuring the success of the corn crop. But in this drought, knee high might not come by Independence Day. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. UW Extension corn agronomist Joe Lauer says the success of the pollination period is going to determine what your options are as a corn grower this year. And water is critical for successful pollination. He gives us a crop outlook beginning with if that corn is going to make it to knee-high by the midsummer mark. Well, there will be some fields uh, that will be certainly knee-high by the 4th of July. Fields that were planted probably, you know, early May, late April, early May, you know, up until about May 10th, May 15th, somewhere in there. But anything planted after that time, we're seeing, you know, a lot of stress out there as well as very uneven growth and development. So, It's going to be very mixed, and um, if we get any little bit of rain, that crop is going to grow pretty quickly. But between now and the 4th, that's only about six days or so, and so that may not happen. I want you to explain to us what a corn plant does in a drought. Is it going through you know, a, a survival mode right now? How long can it last like this? What the corn plant is doing right now is growing up and out its canopy. So at this time here, right now, there needs to be a lot of water available for cell enlargement. So what happens when we have a drought stress like this is that there isn't as much cell enlargement or cell growth, and you can have end up with relatively short plants. But that's okay in a way because the year 2005, I was able to stand in the middle of our cornfield at Arlington. I'm fairly tall, I'm 6'4", but I could look out over the field and, you know, see the whole field at the end of July. In other words, the crop was real short. But we started getting rains in that year right around July 18th. We actually ended up in, in the year 2005 with a record corn grain yield in that particular year for Wisconsin. Even though the crop was relatively short, if we can get rain prior to pollination, we can oftentimes overcome some of the earlier stresses that we have had when it shortened the crop in terms of the the stature of the crop. Compare that to another year like 1988, where or that was probably one of the driest years on record. But what happened in that year was we had extremely high temperatures into the 90s and We've had some of those days like that here in Wisconsin, but not nearly as many as 1988. So the crop then is able to, whenever you've got some of that relief going on, the crop is able to send a lot of its energy towards root growth, the waterfront into the soil profile, and basically mine new areas of that profile for water and basically alleviate some of that stress you know, overnight. But when it's a very hot day the next day and you get this pineappling of of corn that indicates stress, then it's got a stress day and it's not able to get that root root growth going very well. Even though we have some hot temperatures, as long as, long as we get some of those cool days in there, you'll get that root growth and, and corn roots will grow. They'll grow five to seven feet down in the ground and occupy a cylinder that's about five to six feet in diameter. So they can explore a lot of the soil profile. And if there's water in that soil profile, 
uh, they can take advantage of it. But, of course, our lighter soils don't have a lot of water-holding capacity. And the other thing that interacts with this is the very hot temperatures that can occur during the day. But, Joe, now I want to talk about what's happening at the top of the plant. We call it leaf rolling or pineappling. As a water molecule moves through the plants, it gets into the roots, goes up the stalk, and then exits the plant via stomates on the leaf surface. And what it's doing there is cooling the leaf surface. We call it transpiration. In humans and animals or humans, we call it perspiration. But in plants, it's called transpiration. Well, that process is going very quickly, and the, and the plant roots can't keep up. What will happen is, is that the leaf will start to roll and get to a kind of a pineapple state. The energy that's falling on that leaf from the sun is less because it's rolled, and the relative humidity within that roll is also higher, and that's keeping that as much of that leaf surface area as cool as it can. And that's typically the response that occurs. And when you see that symptom out in the field, if it occurs like, you know, four or five in the afternoon, you know, the plant is encountering some stress, but more than likely, if it's relatively cool, the overnight, the roots will grow some more and, you know, mine a new area of the water, of the, of the soil profile for water. But if you see that symptom occurring like at nine o'clock in the morning, then you got a problem because that whole day is a stress day and the plant is basically shutting down. And typically a corn plant will shut down anyway when the temperature gets above, you know, 90, 94 degrees. So how long can this corn crop hold on without rain? I think crops that had were planted early, they're at a stage in development where they're able to kind of keep up with that waterfront. We need rain. There's no question about that at this point. Because right now that plant is, the canopy is growing up and it's getting ready to pollinate. And we don't have good pollination, then we got a problem. And that is a function of, again, the water holding capacity of the soil and really the air temperatures that are, that are out that are out there. And we could have hot temperatures. We could get a little bit of rain to get, to get us through that pollination period. But if it doesn't pollinate, it doesn't form a, a kernel. That whole process takes about a week. But when you have stress, the overlap instead of a week is going to be only about two or three days because the plant will tassel, deploy its pollen, and the silks on the ear will not be present to take that pollen and, and grow a kernel. And if it's only two or three days, you won't get very good pollination, and that will affect yield. So what I'm saying is, is that we need rain. We need any time now we could really use some rain. But we've seen it last as long as, you know, up until July 18th in 2005. The same thing happened in 2012, but we had a lot more high-temperature days in that year. And so a lot of growers actually started, I called it revenge harvesting, because they thought they lost the crop. But everybody that planted late that year actually did pretty well in terms of yield. And so it's a matter of timing of when... You plant it versus when you when these rains come, and the other thing we're seeing right now this year is the impact of cover crops. Many fields that had cover crops that were killed late, especially a lot of that cover crop used the water in that field, and we may not have enough water to get through pollination. And I'm really concerned for any field that had a cover crop on it if this drought continues, because that cover crop used a lot of that water 
you know, in April and May, and it's just going to run out before we hit pollination, and they may not may, may not look too well. What about your research plots? We we plant corn at 14 locations around the state. The only place where we've really got a problem going on right now is in northwest Wisconsin in Spooner, where we're on a fairly light soil up in that area, uh, the sandy soil. Or we've got irrigation on that field, but we, it's fine, but where we have dryland corn, that's really fairly stressed. And the other second worst place we've got probably is in southwest Wisconsin at our Monfort site. And uh, they just haven't had much rain down that way at all. But really, all the other sites we've got look pretty good, but we planted early as well. We were done planting by by May 10th this year. So it's quite variable, and it's also spotty because of the rains that have occurred around the state. Some parts are getting good rains and others aren't. I'd say the worst part of the state is anything with light soil, and then anything from central Wisconsin to the southwest has really been fairly stressed. So, Joe, what should growers be thinking about after they are done listening to this interview? What's going to really determine what 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 the options are for a farmer is the success of the pollination period. If there is good pollination, you know, management can continue on uninterrupted. If it's fair pollination, you can harvest that field for silage and probably do pretty well. But if it's poor pollination, really the only option is is silage and and, uh, and it can really be harvested at any time because there's just not going to be any kernel growth going on in that field. So the decision really has to come following that pollination period as to what to do from a management perspective uh, on these cornfields. And we got a little time yet. I mean, if we get some rain, there's some rain coming hopefully this over the next few days. And that can help, um, but it's really going to de- that that pollination period is really going to determine our options. Rain in the forecast would certainly bring more optimism. That's UW Extension corn agronomist Joe Lauer with a crop outlook as we get to the knee high by Fourth of July mark. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.